1: Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. All right, Scott Harris stays with us, the intuitive builder. And um, I wanted to talk to you about uh, the third eye and how uh, one can employ his or her third eye when designing a house, building a house. Do you, do you have a third eye, Scott, do you believe?
0: I, I do believe I have a third eye, yes. I, and I, how, do you, you know, how I does one I... use that? How do you employ that? I guess I don't think of it as the iconic thing you see on the dollar bill, but, um, you know, I, I think um, it, it's, it's a matter of starting to be able to trust your own intuition. You know, everybody is born with this, right? We just, most of us spend a lifetime turning it off or being told not to listen to it. Um, but when you see something, when you feel something, when you touch something, we all know immediately if we like it or if we don't. Um, and, and what what I find is that what people are led by it's not their third eye, it's by three things, right? It's by what they've seen, it's by what they've seen in a magazine, or it's how they want to be seen, and none of that is seeing with your third eye. And when you're doing that, you're you're letting your ego and and other things get in the way of actually creating a home it ultimately is going to be something that is a haven that you want to go home to and be healed in.
1: In the West, we love right angles. Uh, we love, you know, <laughs> four square walls and a roof. Right, right. Uh, I mean, there are a couple of problems with that. One, the one most obvious one is they're not that design is not terribly energy efficient, is it?
0: It's not acoustically efficient. It's bad for acoustics. You mean just having square rooms? Um, right, but it's also it, not very energy efficient, is it? Just having square wall, you know. It's it, it, what makes a house not energy efficient is really the thermal massing and the way that they're created. Um, I, I went over and, and I was fortunate enough to stay at my uh, sister's home in Oregon, and they had built a log cabin. And it's the most fascinating thing. I mean, it's actually it's the size of a bed and breakfast because of the thermal massing of that house. And everything is square. By the way, it's you know every single thing has got a right angle to it. That house is is stays doesn't have any air conditioning in it. And the problem with that house is that it actually stays too cold. You have to open the windows during the day just to try to heat it up. And you know it reminds me of the simplest thing. I don't know if you're ever a kid and you found a tr- an old tree with a big knot in it. and You stick your hand in there and it's cool
1: natural refrigeration yes
0: and you realize that nature's already figured out how to do this right and you take the trees and here we are trying to recreate something that's already been figured out you know for eons and to try to do it with these pre-manufactured houses the way the homes are made everything is is cementitious or cellulose based and it doesn't really create uh, the kind of thermal massings that you need to make a home energy efficient in our opinion um, the the other letter, less expensive way that we do it like when we did at Begley's house is, is that you can do a thermal break if you know what that means
1: I um, don't explain
0: so when you put a if you put a, a metal spoon in your coffee you know immediately you're going to feel the energy transfer right up to the top it's going to get hot or if it's cold it's going to transfer and so same thing with sound or any kind of vibration the simplest thing to do is just basically break the path of the vibration. Heat, cold, sound, they're all the same. They're vibrations. And so as long as you have some kind of gap, in other words, when I build, if you build a wall with a 2x6 on the outside and I have an air gap, nothing is connecting on the inside, and I've got 2x4s on the inside with a 1-inch gap, the air and the energy and the heat and the sound cannot transfer and it does not jump through the air. It needs to jump through an object. So it's the simplest of things. All you have to do is put an air gap between the inside and the outside perimeter of your house, and you're gonna. You don't have to spend all the money doing this type of thermal massing, um, and that's a very simple way to do it. To do uh, make your house more energy efficient.
1: What are it's, houses? Go ahead. Sorry, finish.
0: It's it's basically what you see in you know if you take a, a double hung win- a window that's got two panes of glass. Exact same technology, but you put it into a house.
1: Right, right. You you were talking about frequency, uh, and yeah. I, and I want to ask you because I'd mentioned you know getting getting a vibe when I walk by a house, like one after the other. That's a happy place. That's not a happy place. Is that uh, a, is that a frequency that 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 uh, that I'm receiving? Uh, what is that? What is that frequency that that causes that? You know, sometimes people get that chill up their spine.
0: It's exactly, it is a chill. You know, I, I've noticed that um, that when you get a chill up your spine, uh, it's, a, it's a very rapid change in the frequency. Um, usually, it's, it's when your frequency level is low and it goes up for some reason, you will get that kind of sudden chill. Um, and I think to answer what do you feel, I mean, I think that you were saying, you said to me, which I thought was interesting, you said that you're not as intuitive, you're not super intuitive, right? But I think all of us are intuitive to a, a much greater level than we believe we are. And it's a matter of just starting to listen to that. It's a matter, I mean, here's one thing that somebody taught me that made me more intuitive than anything I've ever, I've ever learned, which was never, whenever you start to believe or hear something, never say the word, that was strange, that was odd. Start to recognize that when you hear something, or as you said, you walk by that house and you recognize that you got a chill, and you recognize something made you feel a certain way, instead of saying that's odd, you actually acknowledge that and say, what is it specifically about that house that made me feel this way? And you track and monitor it. Walk to the next house. What is it now that I'm feeling? And if you walk through your neighborhood for the next five years, you're probably gonna be a professional. You're going to be able to walk. Now there's there's a child molester right over there. Now there's then there's a new family right over there. Hey, they're just wow, they just got lucky last night. Um, <laughs> <and> so,
1: <laughs> I don't know if I want to know all of
0: that. <laughs> it's you know what I've I've gotten to the point where I can actually tell I'm I'm in traffic and I I've gotten so sensitive to people by doing exactly what I'm suggesting to you. It's a choice you could make. I, I can tell uh, good or bad or what happened. You know the people in traffic. I actually have to like my wife doesn't understand but at times I need to actually like back off or get off the freeway because I can't be around certain people on the on the freeway. So, it's a very normal thing that you're experiencing. It's just a question of do you and do other people want to start to walk down that lane and open up that part of their pathway? And it's a the thing is the part of your brain that is analytical is disconnected uh, from the part of our brain that's sensing that emotion and that vibration. And so you kind of have to learn to start bridging the gap at creating the synapses to start remembering what it is that when I feel this, what it takes. And you have to build that up over a while. Um, but, you know, do that for three to five years and you're going to be a genius in this arena. Anybody can.
1: Uh, are you a believer in the paranormal?
0: Oh, Absolutely.
1: So, do you do you believe that certain houses and locations are haunted? For example,
0: I, I believe that they are um, that there is bad uh, energy that's left behind in them. Absolutely, yes. Um, you know, I, I I'm not sure if I'm a hundred percent believer in, in that the, the that the spirit is a conscious spirit that's still left behind, but I. I mean, I, I can tell you that when I moved into my house, I could feel so strongly in one corner. I knew exactly where the father would sit, and I could feel his energy right there. And I could tell that he would sit here and yell at his kids. I mean, I felt every single person from the 1930s sitting in this house. It drove me nuts. I, I had to—funny, um, there was one bad corner that I just I felt the worst energy from, and I thought it was haunted. I started tearing open the walls one day. I just couldn't take it, Richard. I just started ripping it open. I'm like, I'm going to find What were you things.
1: looking for? What were you looking for? I don't
0: know. I just couldn't handle it anymore. I took my son. He was two years old, and we took a hammer. We just started smashing the walls, and my wife was at work. I couldn't deal with it. Um, you know what I found? I have a picture. I can send it to you if you don't believe me, but I found a carnation milk canister in there um, from, like, the 40s. It may have been worth something. Somebody carnation,
1: told, like the condensed milk.
0: No, it was like a milk in a in a can in a in the carton or something, and okay. it actually had rotted. So the original builder, when they built our house, they put some milk in left it inside the wall cavity and then closed it up with the plaster. So basically, you know, the new occupants are going to smell some rotting milk for who knows how many years.
1: Right. Right. There. Oh
0: dear. You know, funny trick, right? And so when I when you say is a house haunted you know, I don't know what, what, I guess I don't have enough personal experience. Um, I I do believe in, uh, the, the fact that there's those energy transfers are there. I mean, I I can go back and I, I usually have this ability where I can talk to somebody and I can connect and I can go back generations and their family and see everything and talk to everybody. And I can hear every single kind of crazy thing. And, usually talking to somebody about eight minutes, they're in tears um, as they start to bring things out in their life. So I do believe in that. I guess I just, my question is, is there really a consciousness or is it just an energy that's left behind? Regardless of what it is, it can be removed from a house. um, And I, I feel them in homes. I usually don't tell people if they're there. I can feel where they are and I just, you know, I play the dumb contractor role every day. I don't know. I'm just the dumb contractor. Um, but somehow we're very successful because people like the homes and the products that we build because I find out where they are and I take them out and I just don't bring it up to them.
1: Are, are, do you do you believe that there are certain building materials that, that perhaps may be more responsible or more conducive to, let's say, recording some of the 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 energy from... Previous occupants, if you want to call them ghosts, if we want to call it, I, I think it was Rosemary Ellen Guiley who who termed uh, or coined the term "spiritual dirty laundry," or even just like sort of envelopes. You know, it doesn't; they don't have consciousness, but it's just a that that house, for whatever reason, becomes a repository, or it records that energy. Are, are certain building materials perhaps more conducive to that?
0: I, I don't know if it's the you know I haven't noticed building. I personally. Um, being someone very sensitive, you know, from being someone who's been to the Playboy Mansion that it's been to where it's built with, uh, you know, the the thickest concrete and and steel walls you've ever seen, to other walls where they're hollow and built, I haven't noticed a difference in that. Um, I'll tell you one of the biggest things that seems to make a difference in the energy in a home has to be with natural light.
1: Sure, sure.
0: I mean, it, it's amazing no matter what kind of home it is or how bad the energy is, you let in natural light into a home. And, and I'm, not, I'm not talking about even opening a window. I'm talking about something as simple as opening up a wall and I'm tearing off the sheer wall, and all of a sudden the house floods with light. And it's just like, you know, if you could put a recording, you think angels are singing. And I, I just experiment. I walk with the client. I said, hey, how's this feel? What do you think? Um, and they walk through, and you could tell, they go, it feels so much better. You know, one of the homes that we're doing right now is Patrick Swayze's old home. Um, oh, and, right. You know, I walked through there. One of my clients bought it, and I just walked through there, and I literally wanted to vomit. <laughs> it, just, it felt horrible. You know, but you can't tell them that. You can't explain that to them. They just You just smile and say, hey, we're going to make this a better—I I have no doubt I'm going to make it a better home for you. and. So as we started to tear off, tear off some of the siding and tear off and open up some of the house and let the light in there, it was amazing. You know, the clients, the look on their face, they said, I don't know what changed. Something happened. I said, you feel it, right? If something was here, said it was here, right? It's gone. And, you know, I, I don't try to raise someone's vibration to the point that I want them to understand exactly the the level of depth of what's happening but there's some joy that it brings to me as a builder, to someone who's aware of why they're feeling that way. And I know that that family, when I put this house back together and I put it back together with love, they are going to be in a house where they're just going to feel secure. They're going to heal. They're going to feel good. I mean, Richard, one of the happiest moments I get is I often two, three, four, five, eight years later, I get calls from clients, just randomly, they'll call me on a Saturday, and I usually think they're water leaked, and I'm scared when they pick up the phone, to be honest. And uh, thank God, almost every call is, Scott, I, just, I was sitting here, having a drink, thinking about you. You argued with me about stuff you wanted to do, and I've never been happier in my life. This home brings me the best, most amount of peace I've ever had. Thank you. I don't know how to explain it, and I just need to say thank you. And on some level, you realize that you got rid of the demons in the house. You realize that you've got rid of the, the VOCs in the house. You, you know, you realize that it doesn't have toxins and things that are making people allergic. You realize that there's these Fibonacci formulas built into it. And so I play the dumb builder and say, I'm glad you're happy.
1: Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.